One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning, folks, on this Friday morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. You already know the topic. We discussed it yesterday. We continue this morning. Draconian budget cuts coming to New York City. You can directly thank the migrant crisis and leadership at City Hall. So, if you're part of the woke crowd or the nutty defund the police movement, it's a dream come true. Say it ain't so, Mr. Mayor. Please say it ain't so. Thanks to spending on the migrants and banking on reimbursement from the feds, which never came, never materialized. Mayor Adams plans to cancel the next five, not one, not two, not three, not four, five police academy classes bringing the ranks of the NYPD. This is the really scary part down to 29,000 officers put to put that in perspective. That's back towards pre Giuliani levels. It's ironic that while every agency is taking a hit, the mayor's cuts will drop the number of cops patrolling the streets to the lowest number since 1990, the early 1990s. New York will only have 29,000 cops by 2025 due to the budget cuts. George Santos, I told you folks, Uh, Some of you said it's a good thing that he was elected and he should stay there. You can't have somebody like that in Congress. And many of you have made the comparison to President Biden with Santos. Uh, Biden has not been, uh, as far as we know, has not been charged with anything. But Santos, at least as of yet, Santos says he won't seek re-election after the ethics panel finds him that he blatantly stole, as I told you folks from his campaign, deceived donors. And also, you know, if we didn't just receive enough bad news as it relates to the police classes being cut, I, I, I'm having a hard time understanding what's going on in the world. I understand the bail laws that we have. But you saw the video. I've talked about it. The police officers that were viciously beaten by these animals in the Bronx. And a Bronx judge frees them, right? Despite the DA's request for $10,000 bail. Think about this for a second. There was a time where if you attacked a police officer, you might not get bail at all. Now, the people's attorney, the district attorney, is only asking for $10,000, and the judge goes, no, 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 no. You walk right out the courtroom. 
And by the way, folks, when you have time this weekend, go to WABCRadio.com and click on uh, my latest podcast, Dominic Carter City Hall. It's about backing the blue. And I'll say it and I'll say it and I'll say it again, because at the end of the day, the boo, the blue backs us. So I can recall covering the city. At the end of uh, Dinkins going into Giuliani, it was rough times. 42nd Street, uh, the porn, and on and on and on. New York was a very different place then. And you have to wonder, are we going back? Interesting, the mayor, with this bad news, did not go before reporters. He instead released the video. Interesting. He did not want to face the questions, but he released a video, and I want you to listen to what Mayor Eric Adams had to say as it relates to this latest round of budget cuts. For months, you've heard me talk about the fiscal challenges our city is facing as the costs of the asylum seeker humanitarian crises have skyrocketed, placing great strain on our budget. At the same time, COVID-19 stimulus funding is sunsetting. We have been clear that without significant timely action from our state and federal partners, we will be forced to make some tough choices. As we have made these hard choices, the well-being of New Yorkers has always been our top priority. So let me make sure I got this right. Mayor Adams, you bet the farm on migrants, people that can't vote, They're not Americans. They're not even your constituents. And the people that do pay the bills, the taxpayers, will have less police officers and see cuts around the board. Uh, Newsflash City Hall, this is not a winning political strategy. It defies all logic. I want you to listen to Mayor Adams again, because welcome to the doom and gloom. Make no mistake, we are not out of the woods. We added billions of dollars to care for the migrants. COVID funding is sunsetting, and we must close a $7 billion budget gap in the coming fiscal year. That is the reality we are facing. And if circumstances don't change dramatically, City agencies will be forced to reduce city funding spending by 5% two more times within the next six months. That would mean disruptions to the services we all rely on. Wow. We see all your telephone calls, and I want to get to as many as possible on this Friday morning. Let's start with Paul in Whitestone. Good morning, Paul. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thank you, Dominic. Thank you. Uh, good morning to you, sir. Although I'm heading back home right now, uh, trying to get to sleep. But uh, so, I mean, what you're saying about um, uh, bad political strategy for the, the current administration, I think it's exactly what they want because it's called defunding the police. And that's what they've been asking for for years. And they're getting it, but they're doing it their way. You know, they're tricking everybody um, by saying, uh, you know, budget cuts this and that, but it's what they want. Funding the police. I mean, what do you think about that, bro? I, I think it's uh, you know unfortunate, but that's what they want. They want I, I don't city. think that's what Eric Adams wants. Is want that he wants uh, at all? Because this is a career ender. He knows it. I know it. 
Everybody in the world of politics knows it. He does not want this. Eric Adams really thought, and and many New York, most New York City mayors are delusional. He thought he was going to be the one mayor to break the cycle and head to Washington. And now and now his career, for lack of a better term, is a DOA dead on arrival right now. He didn't he didn't want this. No. If you set the nuts at the city council, I would say yes, but not Adams. I think two terms for him is a win. I mean, yeah, it's like the dream about the White House. But, uh, yeah, I, I see your point totally. But his voters, you know, a lot of them, they they're, they wanted to fund the police, and that's what they've been screaming for years. Yeah, maybe not the big picture, but it seems like, a, you know, there's a lot of people that are enjoying that. They're finally getting what they want, you know. I, I knows, hear you, bro? Paul. I, I hear you. But let's look at this for a second. What made Adams stand out? amongst the crowd of Democrats that were that were running. What catapulted him to the top of the field is the fact of his law enforcement background. That's what sold Eric Adams, right? Law enforcement background, law enforcement and an African-American. It was a winning, winning strategy for the Democrats. Now, unless something turns around really fast, it's all down the drain. Eric Adams yeah. did not want this because if this goes, why do you think he didn't go before the press today? He's in a no-win situation. Yeah. And and he has no one to blame but himself for being in this situation. Thank you so much, Paul, for your telephone call this morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to Will in Farmingdale. Good morning, Will. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic, why would we need police when we have tens of thousands of migrants living on the streets, a city that has been devolving into chaos and crime? Why would we need police? Why would we need more garbage pickup with all these people that are going to be on the streets? We're cutting garbage pickups, too. You know, I got to say, you know, you reap what you sow. And I'm, I'm fearful that no matter how the city falls apart, that they will still vote Democrat. That's what's shocking to me. Like the days of putting somebody like Giuliani back in there and getting the city fixed when he took 42nd Street and turned it into Disney World, when he got criminals off the street, when he got a stop and frisk and broken window and all these policies that made the city clean now have been demonized. And now that those policies don't exist anymore, we watch the city just devolve into a cesspool. And I can't see this getting any better. It's pretty dystopian what, we're, what we may be seeing coming up in the future. Will, you're a thousand percent accurate. You're dead on with your way, assessment. You, you, you are always great. And I got to tell you, that is exactly why Mayor Adams was the candidate for the Democrats, because like you said, African-American with a police background, even though he wasn't specifically fantastic to his own brethren, a lot of police officers didn't really love him. But bottom line is it looked like he might have a law and order background and you might have a law and order Democrat in there. And, um, you know, I'm not saying this is all his fault, obviously, but uh, I, I don't envy the I man am, right now. I, I, wouldn't I, want I, to I am saying it's all his fault. I, I am. Because his his political advisor should have told him, Mr. Mayor, I don't care what the left tells you. You can't win with this strategy. Mr. Mayor, you're gambling that this money's going to come through from Washington, the reimbursement. What happens if it doesn't? Oh, well, Biden's my buddy. I can call him directly. Well, how good is that working out now, Will? It's not working out yeah, at all. Yeah, you know what? 
and, 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 and that's a good point because at the end of the day, you're cutting services to New Yorkers that need them, that pay taxes, and giving out money to migrants that never invested a dime into this city or this country, you know? So you're cutting services from people that are paying taxes that need these services to make sure that you could pay for people that literally just came here. And regardless of whether you hand it to them in cash or entitlement benefits, the money's gonna be taken from us to be given out to people that have just come here and never invested in this country. So and I'm Will, on your side again, all the you way. Hit it on the head. You hit it on the head. Thank you for your call this morning, Will. And to Will's point, I, I want to know, frankly, what these people are smoking. You know what uh, Ramaswamy and Chris Cuomo said to each other the other day? Migrant, with all that's going on, migrant advocates protested outside Gracie Mansion against the push to end New York City's right to shelter. So they staged a sleep-in, complete with tents and sleeping bags, outside the mayor's official residence on the Upper East Side, arguing for services to continue to migrants. What are you smoking in that pipe? The entire city is about to go down, and you have the nerve to get out there. And, I mean... You know, if you want, okay, let me make this comparison, right? If you want to look at black mayor to black mayor, one of David Dinkins' big things that he fought for was keeping public libraries open, I believe, seven days a week, right? One of the things that's being cut now under Adams quietly, libraries will not stay open on Sundays anymore. Public libraries will not be open on Sundays anymore. Thank you very much, Mr. Mayor. This is what you did. You know, I, I, I just, folks, I have never seen a political strategy like this before in my life. You bet on so many unknowns and every one of them blew up in your face. Completely. Let's see what Adam and Mineola has to say. Good morning, Adam. What's on your mind? Good morning, Mr. Carter. Um, you know, the voters, they, they don't want a police state in New York, sir. You know, um, that's why they didn't vote for uh, Zeldin, you know, um, and you know, if people don't like it, they just got to vote and try to vote people in that they want. I mean, that's how it really is. The reality. Well, 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 if you look at the results, Adam, of the elections you just mentioned. And let's keep in mind, Zeldin came very close to winning a Republican and overwhelmingly Democratic New York. But if you look, what's happening is you're, you're only having small amounts of turnouts during these primaries and sometimes the general elections. And these small turnouts are determining uh, the output for the entire state or the entire city. So it's not that that's what voters want. It's that that small minority that's turning out, that's what they want. Adam, um, you still with me? Definitely I'm with you, sir. Definitely. Okay. Um, All right. Like to say, what do you feel about that clean slate bill that the governor signed, sir? What do you feel about that? Um, thank you for the call, Adam. I, I, um, you know, I, I can see it. I can see it both ways, to be honest with you. I'm a law and order guy. I'm a law and order guy. 
and there should be full disclosure all the way around the board. But sometimes, sometimes people deserve a clean slate. I mean, the, the bad part of it is she's pandering to the base. That is the governor. Um, and it, it's, it's kind of dangerous. It's kind of dangerous. But again, I can see it each way. I, I, I really can. So, Larry in Brooklyn, I just heard you on with Rita Cosby, but I'm going to go ahead and take your call again right now. Let's see what you have to say. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio yes. 77 WABC. Larry, are you with me? I'm here. Okay, go right ahead. Okay. Um, at the beginning of your show, you uh, you were talking about those guys that were freed by the judge. I believe instead of the judge, you were looking for the words Eugene Bowen. Okay, I don't know if you knew his name, but now you do. And uh, I'll also add another two words to your vocabulary. Jay Weiner, who was the judge that locked up the guy that saved the woman from the mugging in the subway by firing two shots. He was up on $10,000 bail. Uh, this guy, with these two guys, these thugs were free. This guy that had never had a criminal case against him. Clean record. Clean record. I want to know, so we got Jay Weiner and, and Eugene Bowen, two judges. Maybe their their addresses should be published, if you ask me. Um, but the media should do a follow-up, you included, on this guy who's in prison in $10,000 bail. Did anybody bail him out? Or is he sitting there after saving a woman's life when these two thugs who beat up a cop with a long rap sheet uh, they had uh, was let free. I mean, there's got to be some follow-up by the media to put these things in context here. We can't just be uh, screaming in the dark here. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so Larry, so Larry, you're right, you're right. But what responsibility do you have and the other constituents? You're you're pointing to the media, and you're correct. But what responsibility do you have? I want to know if this guy's in jail, Dominic. Okay, Larry, 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 I'm going to ask you the question again. Yeah. What responsibility do you as a constituent have and everybody else listening? Well, okay, I'm, uh, what, what I'm doing, okay, right now I'm, I'm partially fulfilling it by, by expressing my views on the radio. The other, part, the other thing to do is to call your, your uh, local representatives and say what I'm saying, have them complain about the situation, have, them, have the media follow up on the story, um, uh, and to, to keep it in the public eye as much as possible by showing attention to it, um, clamoring about it, basically. That's the only thing the public can do, basically, outside the, of the public represent. The public should engage what? in advocacy in terms of contacting your elected officials, in terms of writing letters to the judges, in terms of right. writing letters to. I know, I know you folks feel that it's not helpful, but, but I, I, I beg to differ. I think that we all have a responsibility, all of us to call out what's going on. And you say the media should follow up. Larry, you're correct, but here's the problem. How can we follow up when by tomorrow night there'll be another incident and we got to pay attention to that one? No, that you can't be, uh, you can't be vexed uh, and taken off course by what that's what's happening in New York. It's one incident after the other. You have to have, these things are happening next to each other. I believe for divine reasons, for means of comparison. It's been happening for over the last couple of years already. One incident, the Daniel Penny thing happening after another thing that, that, that provide context to contrast 
to contrast the treatment that perpetrators and victims are having by corrupt judges. And by the way, not, not enough uh, attention is being paid the, the, to the, the judges. But why, wait, wait, wait. Why would you say the judges are corrupt? Okay, the, ju- the judges are are morally corrupt. If you look from the top down, it, the uh, listen, Larry, really- Larry. Before I move on, if, if their hands are tied by the law, laws coming out of Albany, how how can you blame them? Wait a minute, it, hold listen. It. If they go, if they go, Larry, Larry, you know this, Larry, you know this very well, Larry, you know this, Larry, you know, Larry, you know this very well. If the judge goes against the grain, against the law, a good defense attorney is going to uh, 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 reach out to the appellate court in a New York minute, and they'll be overturned. You know that. He's not going against the law. He's, 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 he's abusing his discretion. The district attorney okay. requested. See, see now, 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 now you want to now turn the judges into Superman. Me. You're not letting me you, make my point. Because you're not making much sense right now, Larry, no, to be man, honest with you. You don't know you. what you're talking about. You're just, you're just talking over me because you want to be right. Larry, 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 if I want if I didn't want you on the air, I have a legitimate reason to not have you on the air because you were on the the last show and I'm trying to get away from the same callers that were on the last show being on this show so I can get more people on the air. See, this is what happens. People, when they can't back up their, their arguments, they get mad, flustered and hang up, which is what Larry just did. I'm still here. What Larry is advocating, he this is nutty. He wants the judges to go rogue and do whatever they want to do. It doesn't work that way, folks, because any defense lawyer, the moment the judge goes against the law, they are going to appeal immediately to an appellate court and that judge will be overruled. Boom. In a New York minute. That's the way that it works. Al and Yonkers, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning to you, Dominic. You know, my own personal opinion is I know the mayor is bringing up the draconian uh, budget cuts, which are to come. But I personally believe he's bringing it up now because to divert attention from this very serious investigation into him reaching out to the former fire commissioner who served normally, eight years normally, under Normally, I would agree with you, normally, yeah. but but he has a calendar. So so this was going to happen no matter what. There, there's okay. a calendar that he must follow with the budget process. Update any mayor, updates to the budget, and it just so happens that it's now. So normally, Great. I would agree with you, but but he has the calendar in his defense as it relates it. to what's going on. But please Got continue. I just, wanted, I just wanted to say this quickly if I can. You know, to compromise fire safety in buildings is very, very serious. And if there was any wrongdoing, even though we can go back to the tragedy of Happy Land in the 1980s, I believe, mm-hmm. even going back to the Triangle Fire of 1911, that's something you cannot compromise ever. Because if you do that with, uh, you know, buildings, uh, people's lives are on the line. So that's very yes. serious what's going on right now. And, and Happy Land in the Bronx, if I remember correctly, it was the beginning. If I remember correctly, it was the beginning of the Dinkins administration. Uh, a boyfriend yes. was upset with the uh, with the uh, security. Somehow the door got blocked and 89 people lost their lives. Uh, I think on, from a Saturday to a Sunday, 89 people died. So, Al, you're right. Because on, on the uh, firefighter front, if, if you're out 
with an injury under the mayor's new budget plan, you're going to be forced yeah. to retire. So we're wow. going to lose all of these firefighters that, that, that wow. may be off duty right now, maybe out of duty right now, but they would have been coming back soon. And we're going to lose their experience. We're going to lose their seniority. Yes. Why? Yes. Because of migrants. Al, thank you for the call thank on this uh, Friday morning. Let's go to Will in Westchester. Good morning, Will. What's on your mind? Hi, Dom. Well, it's a question for you. Basic principle of politics, the wars had that uh, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. What, in your considered opinion, is the reaction going to look like, the inevitable reaction? As it relates to this? Yes. In other words, an application of uh, Comrade Lenin's old line that the worse things get, the better, from at least his communist perspective. Well, in referring to this situation, um, Mayor Adams is looking like a one-term mayor. If if I'm one of his critics, I'm I'm lining up, uh, ready to go to take him on. It, it, it's it's not looking good for him. You know, it, he look he came in, you know, under bright stars and the network uh, uh, TV shows and so on, and and you know the the hip mayor, the mayor that calls himself the hip hop mayor, who also happened to be a police officer. It was all coming up roses for Eric Adams. Now it's 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 not looking good at all. Now I I don't know what's going to happen, Will, with this federal investigation. But if I'm Adams right now, um, I, I think that I would lay low for a while, and I've got to regroup, and I would get myself some new advisors because whoever advised him on this situation gave him some really 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 bad advice thank you for your telephone call let's go to russ in white plains before i take a break good morning russ what's on your mind hi dominic you know i'd just like to dispute that caller al because mayor eric adams was expediting a fire inspection for the turkish embassy so if anything he was getting fire safety on the front burner so that guy al had a no no that that's ridiculous russ on, we don't know a, if there's a quid pro quo. We don't know why he was expediting it. Okay, but uh, Dominic Al, the caller, says fire. He he cited the Triangle Factory like Adams was causing a, a fucking a, a tragedy, a fire tragedy. That's no. Ridiculous. What he was saying, he was refer, referring to the past history of mm-hmm. the bad things that can go wrong. Mm-hmm. So you okay. see, with all due respect, Russ, you're taking the spin that that Mayor Adams was acting on. A constituent, yeah, right, which happened was. to be this building, the Turkey uh, consulate. Right. But we don't know why he was pushing for them. Well, That's what just, the feds are looking into. Can I ask you what, about follow up? What about Scott Stringer? He was a great candidate and he got screwed over by Andrew Cuomo's scandal machine. Scott That's Stringer not. was not a great candidate, but go ahead. Well, I think that he was technically competent. He was a controller. He would have done things that. Eric Adams can't do because, you know, he's got that technical background in the comfort. So wait, wait, he would he would have done like. Excuse me. He would have done like what? Scott he Stringer. Been, he would first of all when they started talking about cutting the police, he didn't let that go down. He stopped that, and I just thought he was the best uh, candidate for the job. And he was torn up by a scandal that was really nothing. What happened to that woman that he? You know, ask for a date in the taxi cab. What was that all about? Well, that that wasn't as far as the allegation went. You see, Russ, you're, you're telling you're telling ten percent of the story. 
Well, that's I, mean, I, I don't. I don't really want. I don't really want to engage uh, in okay. it right now. I believe he's trying to sue the young lady, but it wasn't just hitting really? on her in the cab based on her mm-hmm. allegation. He yeah. vehemently denies it, but it wasn't just hitting on her in the cab. But he's suing her. Is that what you said, Dominic? He's suing. I, he her? he has tried to sue her. I don't mm-hmm. know where where the state of it lies. The the rumor is that. Um, that 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 uh, Scott Stringer is going to, or the speculation, I should say, is going mm-hmm. to try to run for Jerry Nadler's seat once Nadler uh, steps down. We'll see what happens. But Scott well, Stringer, the, with, with, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm, uh, there's the other ninety percent. That's why you're the professional journalist, Dominic. And thank you very much. Well, thank you. But yeah, but okay. l- believe me, Scott Stringer would not have been a great candidate for mayor. Mm-hmm. I don't care what okay. anybody tells you. I know he <laughs> thought so in his own mind, but but he wasn't. Thank you for the call, Russ. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are going to take a break. When we come back, more of your calls from the Bronx to Brooklyn. And coming up at 1 a.m., Frank Morano and the other side of midnight. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic Carter, everybody. everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. New York City will only be, well, should, will be down to 29,000 cops by 2025 due to new New York City budget cuts. Mayor Eric Adams, George Santos is not seeking re-election after the ethics panel finds he blatantly stole from the campaign and deceived donors and a Bronx judge frees two men charged with beating up in a horrible way. A New York police officer walked right out of the, uh, the courtroom. We're taking your calls. Let's go to Stefano in the Bronx. Good morning. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. How are you? So real quick, just wanted to mention about uh, the other gentleman. We were talking about rogue judges. I think uh, I think we've lost that train. I mean, uh, just look from the one in Trump's case to uh, the one you just mentioned. I mean, judges are already rogue. rogue. I, I'll, I'll, I'll switch out the word activists, and uh, that's uh, I think that's already a done deal. They're all activists. Okay, and then, well, uh, well Stefano, on- but wait, wait. Let me ask you a question. So I agree with you about the judge and the Trump case. I mean, my God, you talk about somebody loving their 15 minutes. That judge ate it up for every second. But but with the other judges, right, we agree that that they've gone too far. The pendulum has swung in a way that's that's destructive to the people of the state of New York. But it's not them. It's the system. It's the legislators. I mean, do we understand that? I'm going to I'm going to say it again, Stefano. If a judge tries to hold someone on bail when the, when the the alleged offense calls for bail eligibility, that defense lawyer will appeal in a New York minute and his client will be released anyway. So what are the judges supposed to do? I got you. I, I'm sure that in more than one situation, their hands are tied. But let's just say that from what I've seen, when they could swing the pendulum, they do. But uh, real quick, the other thing I wanted to mention is uh, I think we should uh, take the job of uh, 
city or state controllers and throw that out the window from when they let the $1.5 billion in Thrive disappear and no one's asking about it because obviously they got a part of it because that was ridiculous. Who's watching this money? Where are the auditors? Where are the controllers? $1.5 billion in Thrive funds and we can't find them or know where they went? That's another ridiculous thing. You know, that's that's a fair question. And I've got to find time to sit down and really look at it because I hear the allegation talked about a lot, but I don't particularly know the facts. And I need to find out exactly what happened there. Thank you so much for the call. Curtis might know that. (laughs) Yeah, well, no, Curtis has his thing. No, I mean, from a pure journalistic point of view. And so oh, I, sure. I will sit down and, and figure it out. But thank you. Let's stay in the Bronx. Let's go to Phil. Good morning, Phil. What's on your mind? Uh, Dominic, it's very simple. Uh, Eric Adams is lying through his teeth, and he's getting away with murder because, number one, he, he says there are excuses why, why we're broke. Uh, he blames the migrants, all the money that's going to migrants. Well, I don't know about that. But the thing is, he says that we're not getting tax revenues from buildings, office buildings, which is a lie, a complete and utter lie. No, not, 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 not enough, not enough uh, revenue at where it should be. And also the drop in the okay. COVID dollars. Yeah, but That's Dominic, what the mayor says. You're talking a few billion dollars a year coming in from the from the, the 16 to 20,000 high high ranking office buildings here in New York. Whether their employees work at home or they work in the building, the taxes have to be paid. The taxes on the building must be paid. This is the problem that's happening. Eric Adams is lying through his teeth. And also the fact that the city pays out. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Phil, 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 I want you to make your final point. But how do you lie about companies that that have left New York? How do you lie about that? And those tax dollars are gone. He's he, not that many have left in respect to the number of companies that are still here. Eighty eight percent of the companies are still here. This OK, is well, that well, that 12 percent, that 12 percent based on your numbers, that's a big number. When when the city yeah, is not, barely not, making it to begin with. No, they're not barely making it because every year. To about thirteen or fourteen hundred different entities, the city of New York pays them anywhere from a million to a half million dollars a year for various projects. These projects have no bearing on our day to day life. It's, it, these are not hospitals. These are not police. These are not fire. These are anywhere from from people who are getting paid thirty four dollars an hour to trim and cut trees in the public parks. To other projects that, okay, that absolutely wait, wait, have Phil, no bearing. Phil, help me. Phil, I have no idea what you're talking about right now. Please help me out. It's very simple. You've got, like I said, you've got about figure roughly 1,300 entities in the city of New York, businesses who perform functions for the city of New York and get paid from the city of New York. Okay. That payroll comes to several billion dollars a year. This is not okay. peanuts. These people... The, the CEOs of some of these companies are making $250,000 a year. And these are small, maybe 30 or 40 employees. Okay. These are the various organizations in this city, like for the classic. Okay, I got that part. I, I, need you to make, I need you to make the net because that's the part I'm not understanding what you're saying. 
you've got you've got go nowhere nowhere businesses that don't do anything. Look at look at well wait a minute now. Let's go back to De Blasio real quick. De Blasio is responsible. Him and his wife are responsible for a billion plus dollars. Where's the money? How did that money I, disappear? I, I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna repeat what I just said. I know that's tossed about a lot. I gotta look at the facts. Because I can't honestly comment. I know what critics say that they stole uh, 1.5 billion. I don't know what the facts are. To be completely honest with you, it's easy to throw out the charge that they stole this type of money. I don't know what the facts are. I can only tell you that if that were the case, the feds would be all over uh, Bill and and uh, Shirlene uh, uh, De Blasio. I don't know the facts, Phil. I I hear that all the time. I understand. I understand. But the problem here is that Adams himself is not coming forth with the truth. There is money abounding in New York City, which he will not dedicate to the cost of running the city. He won't trim up these these 1300 groups that, that have businesses that he's paying almost almost several billion dollars to every year to, to, to trim trees and some other other garbage. What is the problem? Why don't you cut them loose and deal with the necessities? We need cops. We need firemen. We I, need I agree EMS. With you. I agree that we need EMS, that we need firemen, that we need the NYPD. I thank you for the call, Phil. Uh, you know, it, when, when you're studying a budget, it's, as a journalist, it's really, really hard, and it's mundane work, and I, I just got to pull it out and go line by line and actually look at it. Let's go to uh, Frankie in New Jersey. Good morning, Frankie. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic. I want to tell you where it all went wrong. When the police took a knee to BLM, that was surrendering. Now, wait, when the police did what would, would Black Lives Wait, wait. When the police did what with Black Lives they Matter? Took, they took a knee in the street. They bailed down to BLM. And and that's when everything went wrong. Well, that was the start of it. They surrendered. Uh, it, that wasn't the... When you say they, who? how do you define they? How do I define they? Yeah, you said they surrendered. Who's they? The police officers. The district... The police didn't the whole, surrender. The whole legal system. The whole legal system. Okay, you now, now if you want to say the legal system, down. then then perhaps I'll agree with you. The legal system. It, you took right. a name. And, and you know, I, I had to um I had to go pick up um my press pass the other day, right? And in my heyday it was handled by NYPD. NYPD no longer handles it. It's a city agency. They removed it from the police. It was done by DCPI. And the reason why they removed it from the police was that if you were not considered friendly with the police, they felt that the police could take it out against you and they would deny your press credential. So now, and thank you for the call, Frankie. Now, a completely separate entity handles press credentials. And I looked up and it's at one center street. Right, right across the street from City Hall. And I looked up and something that I found offensive. It was the name, it was Center Street, but then it also, it had, it was renamed and it said, it said Black Lives Matter Way. 
And what came to my mind was that this is offensive. This is polarizing. Why would you do this in the middle of New York City and on a street? And the building has now been named after former Mayor David Dinkins. I know some of you may have issue with him, but I think that's an honor that Dinkins deserved. Okay, so the building's named after Dinkins. Why would you name the block right in front of him uh, Black Lives Matter way? It's still Center Street. Right after you come, when you're coming off the Brooklyn Bridge, if you look up, you'll see the sign. It says Black Lives Matter way. And I just think that is disgusting. And I think that it doesn't help us as a city. And so to to uh, to Frankie's call, it didn't what things went wrong. It didn't start with the police. The police take orders. It started with the politicians pandering to the far left crowd to turn out and vote for them. And as a result, and then when you add in the crooks at Black Lives Matter, the phonies at Black Lives Matter, which all should be in jail, the leadership, none of them are. That's where things, and when you add it all together and put it all in the pot, that's where things started to really, really go wrong. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Time for a break on this Friday morning. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter and more of your telephone calls. Talk Radio 77 WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. The scary times are continuing. A pro-Palestinian activist group has shared a frightening map of New York City landmarks on social media, highlighting the building that houses one, the New York Post newsroom, Grand Central Station, the Museum of Modern Art, and calling for direct action. So this group is titled within our lifetime. And they describe themselves as a Palestinian led community organization. And they're also calling for followers to target the Chelsea high line, the offices of Twitter uh, or Facebook, which excuse me, Facebook meta, which ironically is the parent company of Instagram, the platform, the group uses to spread its incendiary message. Scary times that we are living in. We are taking your telephone calls on this Friday morning up into the top of the hour when Frank Morano takes over the other side of uh, night, let, midnight. Let's go to Robert and Yonkers. Good morning, Robert. What's on your mind? Hey, how are you? I called you a few, uh, few days ago about Israel and Hamas, about how they're doing basically the same thing, but on a different budget. And then you hung up the phone. I didn't hang up anything, but go ahead. All right. Now, um, I'm back to this situation that's going on. I told you that Israel was taking it too far. And then now with the numbers that came out, it I was right. Like the numbers of deaths between uh, Israelis and um, Palestinians. Okay. So, Robert, let, let me let me stop you there. I'll, I'll let you have your say. So, because you feel the numbers are greatly unfair... That means Israel's at fault when they were attacked first? 
Yeah, hundred percent. Because if you're Robert, come on, Robert. I'm sorry, I don't have the patience for this. I am cutting you off this morning. Thank you for the call. Thank you for the call. I don't have the patience for this for this nonsense this morning. Israel is not at fault. Israel didn't start this. Israel needs to finish this to make sure that Hamas is gone for good. Why don't you call some liberal show, full full far left liberal show that will listen to the nonsense that you're spewing? If you're going to call me, please call me with facts, not with that nonsense. Let's go to Robert in Brooklyn. Good morning, Robert. What's on your mind? Hi, good morning. I like the way you just handled that prior caller. And let me just add, you know, the so-called casualties of the Palestinian area, Hamas controlled, they're getting it apparently from the Gaza Health Ministry. So I don't know how much credibility, if any, it has. But anyway, what I was calling about is about the situation with the budget, cutting the police. You know, the most basic fundamental obligation of a government is to provide for the safety of its population. And, Thank you. Um, you are correct. And, so when, when, and, when, and when, that, when, it, when it can't do that, that means you have a failing government, a failing society. Now, the, the, the Obama, President Obama, had talked about transforming America. And, you know, in the communist terms, Marxist terms, it means you have to basically you have to destroy the old system to bring in the new system. You know, in the 1966 about Columbia University, that sociologist Cloud and Piven, they talked about seeks to hasten the fall of capitalism by overloading the government bureaucracy with a flood of impossible demands, thus pushing society into crisis and economic collapse. Now, in terms of this Mayor Adams, I don't necessarily know if he was intentionally trying to collapse the system. You said before you didn't think so. It I know he wasn't, be, but go ahead. It could, it could be that when he invited all these people in here, it could be that he thought that the federal government, his you know, friends in the federal government, would, be, would save him. No, and, no could be. That's exactly what he thought. And now this is a stretch, what I'm about to say. But if you're going under the assumption that the feds are going to bail you out, then you can give out contracts to your buddies and, you know, the political process plays out. But the Adams administration never accounted for the fact that the money might not come from the feds. And thus, that's where we find ourselves where we are, Robert. Now, Dominic, it just so, but what I'm getting at is, though, when the, basically the feds shafted him and thereby shafted us, but it's the, the, it's the overall thing that Obama mentioned about transforming the society. They want to bring in whatever it is they're doing with globalism, communism, whatever you want to call it. They're not serving the interests of the people. You, you have food expenses that are just ridiculous. You have unsafe environment. You have education that's a disaster. They're trying to, you know, they're trying to, you know, it's horrible what's going on in the society. I mean, you know, what they're doing, you know, it's, and the thing is, is that um, you have a deficit that's just the interest alone yearly is a trillion dollar in interest. So, I mean, it's just the whole thing is not sustainable. And it's just, um, you know, so Adams, in a way, is left holding the bag, and we're left holding the bag, but the whole system is collapsing, you know, and you talked about before, you have these judges, 
who you, they're just you said following the law, which to an extent is correct. Although in the Trump case, you had this horrific judge. He seems to be doing whatever he wants. So the whole system is collapsing. There's no respect for anything. And I don't know. We need God to save us. I guess we have to pray because it looks very, very bad. I agree with you. The entire situation is looking bleak. It's not looking well. Robert, thank you for the call from Brooklyn. Let's go to Silas on Staten Island. Good morning, Silas. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. How you doing? Yeah, I, I, I'm beginning to think you're right. Um, Adams wasn't a part of this trying to take down the police. I think hey, he was Silas, just let me, let me just tell you this, my friend, uh, and I don't mean this to sound arrogant. I don't think I'm yeah. right. I know I'm right, I, but go ahead. That he wasn't part of this. You're he right. Just, I think, he, I think the, it was the just the grenade blew up in his face. Work out. And as far as uh, Israel being attacked, they, they, they would take any excuse to hate Israel and America. Yes. They all, yes. Their, their hatred was already here. They know yes. Israel had nothing to do with this. They know that Gaza was not being occupied by Israel. Period. They know it, and they're marching and still just telling their lies. The people of Israel Joe, are, are, are trying to live their trying to live their lives, Silas, in peace. And I, I can't say on the radio what I really think about some of the nuts over there in the Middle East in terms of you know what they want and how they want to take Israel out. That's why you know sometimes I can listen to the nonsense, but this morning was just one. I, I don't want to hear it. Because those people are innocent people and you can't start the story in the middle of the script, in the middle of the book. If you're going to tell the story, you got to start on page one and they don't want to do that. They don't want to say what happened to the people of Israel. So, like, for example, the young lady that was paraded around Silas, I'm giving you the final say that was paraded around her body, the young lady. The one good thing that occurred, Israel claims that they got the uh, terrorist that that uh, killed her and killed him. And I say, bravo, that's a wonderful thing. You want to take that young lady and parade her around naked after you killed her and did God knows what to her. I hope they did the same thing to you 10 times in spades. Silas, you have the final say before I move on. And if these fools want to chant, then they can say uh, Gaza will be free the minute you kill off Hamas, then you'll see. That's it. And and I, I think I agree free. with you. Thank you so much for the call on this Friday morning. Sankar in Brooklyn, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, Robert could be Palestine, but he using the name Robert. He could be Palestine. That's it. Um, the, the people now, he said that the parents of um, children will be um, school guard. The people on welfare, why can't they use them to be school guards? They didn't cut there. Um, nothing they didn't cut in there. What they get in welfare, and they get a lot of welfare. Why can't they use some of those people to be school guards? And the people in the hotels and shelter, he said he paid millions of dollars for their laundry. Why can't they do their own laundry and save a couple millions of dollars there? And let it prepare their own food. I agree with you. Yeah. I, I, I I agree with you. I why, mean, why do you have to have clean clothes from dry cleaners? Every frankly, I wouldn't care what you wear. That's your problem. Machine. 
down in the basement of hotels do have machine. Let them go down there and do their laundry. Agreed. Thank you for the call. Let's stay in Brooklyn. Good morning, Jacqueline. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Um, I don't understand something. Maybe you can clarify it if I am mistaken. But it seemed to me like Larry was absolutely correct in what he was saying. The judge's hands are not tied. They're being selective in how they apply the law and who they apply the law to. How do you not hold someone in jail? Uh, is it due to no cash bail that they have to let everyone go? Why yes, they it, then- it, it depends, Jacqueline. It depends on they, they have categories. They have specific offenses which become bail eligible, no matter no matter what we may think of it, right? They don't control that. It's out of their hands. Go ahead, because we're short on time. So, so then those two men that you read uh, before... Those animals. Calls, yep, that they beat up those cops, they don't qualify to be no. held in prison for what no. they did? No, no, and this, this is why they're trying to change the law a little bit so that the judges have some discretion. Right well, now, then- they have no discretion. Then I happen to agree with Robert from Brooklyn in almost everything that he said. This is all being done by design. And See, I, I don't a, think I it's a, being done by design. I think that it's pandering politics. Uh, frankly, you have African-Americans at the state Senate level and the assembly that are controlling those two entities. And they're bending over backwards, trying to please the base. And the two African-Americans, Carl Hasty and the woman, and, and, and they're bending over backwards And thus, we find ourselves in the position that we're in. We need, Jacqueline, if you want to see a change, we need a Giuliani as assembly speaker. We need a Giuliani as the state Senate majority leader. But even if we had a Giuliani, you've got to get the votes from your members. So even a Giuliani would run into a brick wall if he was the assembly speaker or the state Senate speaker. You have the final 30 seconds here, Jacqueline. I have to ask you a question. When uh, Eric Adams took office, you said we had to give him a chance. How do you feel now? I think he blew it. I think he blew it. I think he bet on uh, Biden. I think he bet he was too cute for himself. I forgot the term my grandmother would use. Jacqueline, he blew it. He blew it. It's done.